0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Ohio Politics Explained, the Who Needs Debates edition. This week we're talking about how Ohio veterans serving overseas ended up at the center of another redistricting fight, why Mike DeWine won't be doing a primary debate, the latest shots in the ongoing fight over local control, and how Jane Timken is balancing Portman's endorsement against her desire for Donald Trump's. Co-piloting with me this week is Mary Jane Sinise, who is our reporting intern this semester. She's a senior at Ohio University, and if you don't return her phone calls, she might sick one of her four great Danes on you. Just kidding. Sort of. Welcome to the podcast, Mary Jane.
1: Hi, thanks for
0: having me. So four great Danes. Yes. That's a lot of poop. It's a lot of food. Oh, yeah. It's (laughs) a lot of everything. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome, though. So let's get started. Our first topic is the upcoming May primary and how the scramble to get everything ready on time went off the rails this week. So this is a little complicated. On Tuesday, the Senate passed a bill giving Ohio residents living overseas, mostly military men and women, 10 extra days to return their ballots. This would let election officials mail them out later, and they really need that extra time because in case you've been living under a rock, we still don't have districts. But Democrats in the House were like, yeah, no. They said the whole redistricting process has been a joke and the primary needs to be pushed back. So they voted against it. And because it had to take effect immediately, and this is a quirk of the legislature, you needed a handful of Democratic votes. So Republicans took like a six hour break in the House and Haley B. Miller, our colleague, had to sit there and wait on them. And when they came back, they added this idea onto another bill and attached some money. So it was $200,000 to priority mail ballots overseas. But the procedural catch was a vote with money can go into effect immediately and you don't need two thirds. And so the Democrats were no longer needed to do what they wanted to do. And that's a lot of stuff.
1: This whole thing feels like a fever dream. <laughs> Will it ever end? That's what Jesse Balmer, our colleague, would really like to know.
0: But yes, eventually... We will have maps and eventually we will have a primary. And when that is all going to happen is still kind of up in the air. Um, you know, Republicans and the secretary of state have said if the Ohio Supreme Court comes back and says no to these new maps, the idea of a main third primary is probably over. Yikes. Yeah, I know. Aren't you excited? You can continue like, well, you won't be here with us, but wherever you go and continue your reporting journey, you can keep doing the primary all through summer. Sounds like a dream. So our second topic is the upcoming primary debates. So we may not know when we're going to vote or where the districts are going to be, but we have a set time to see the candidates. Well, some of them. Mike Dwine's campaign said in a statement that he's already, quote, the most publicly accessible governor in Ohio history and folks, quote, know where he stands on the issues. So he's not going to debate. So what are we to make of that? Well, a recent Fox News poll shows DeWine with a comfortable lead over his pack of competitors. So he's got 50 percent. Joe Blystone has like 21 percent and Jim Bernaysi has 18 percent. So Let's just be honest with each other for a moment, okay? <laughs> Is that good? So debates don't favor front runners. I'm just going to say it. Like, they are a chance for an underdog to get in a good job or a memorable line or break out of the pack. So debates are actually most politically dangerous to the person in the lead. So, like, there's no incentive for him to do
1: this debate if, you know, just between us girls here. <laughs> it make It does make sense, but I just wonder how that will play out. I don't know. You know, he lives, like,
0: just a couple miles from where this is being held, we hear that the president of the university where the debate is going to take place, it might make an overture personally. I don't know. He didn't debate Mary Taylor in 18. I don't, I don't know that he's going to do it now.
1: I do wonder, though, if going would be good for him because the debate is being held at a historically black university and it is very close to his house. So just, you know, to make an appearance. But I do understand not wanting to go if you are the front runner and you do feel that your stance on issues is out there in public. So our third topic is home rule. And this
0: is something Ohio cities and counties and the lawmakers at the state house have been arguing about for years. It's basically what rules should local governments get to make and what should the state get to decide, kind of like how the federal government gets a say in state laws. So our colleague Laura Bischoff rounded up some of the recent fights like plastic bag bans, and that's a big one. So I used to live in the Portland area, and if you didn't bring your own bags to the grocery store or even the mall, you were charged a bag fee. Like they were not free, but that's not the case everywhere in Oregon. Like you go down to the state house in Salem and the plastic bags are free. But Ohio has blocked cities from instituting bag bans or bag fees. And the Ohio Municipal League has a tally of 17 laws passed since 2003 and another 21 pending
1: that they say usurp or take away local control. I think the plastic bag ban, I get it, because if you go to the store and they don't offer bags for you and you have to pay extra, you're probably going to try not to get too much stuff to have to carry out. I mean, so it makes sense for sure. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that.
0: Yeah. And our fourth and final topic is Jane Timken.
1: She wants to be the
0: next U.S. Senator from Ohio, and she recently scored an endorsement from the current guy on the job, Rob Portman. It was a big win for Timken, but it didn't clear the field, not when former President Donald Trump's endorsement is still out there as a possibility. Because, you know, I think the GOP is really in a place right now where questioning Trump means questioning the party. And Timkin kind of low-key stepped in it about a year ago. After the January riot at the U.S. Capitol, Ohio Representative Anthony Gonzalez voted to impeach Trump for what he saw as the president's role in the insurrection. And Timkin initially supported his decision. She didn't, like, agree with him, but she said he had, quote, like, a rational reason why he voted that way. She later then called on him to resign, but the damage was done and her opponents keep badgering her with it during the primary. And so she's kind of trying to straddle, I think, this line between like a Portman Republican and a Trump Republican and what's going to win the primary here in Ohio, if that makes sense.
1: I wonder if Portman and Trump would ever endorse the same person, though. I don't know.
0: I find that so fascinating. Or like, which one would be more important? Like, mm-hmm. would Timken have traded the Portman endorsement for the Trump one? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, if she got both, I think their primary would almost be over. But
1: Right. What, and getting the Portman endorsement, will that cause her to lose voters? Yeah. Well, in the article that our colleague reached, they said that a recent
0: poll showed that like 38% of Republicans said they might be less likely to vote for Timken
1: because of the Portman endorsement, which is wild. That is wild. Especially because on her commercials, she does talk about Trump. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: And one more thing before you go with those debates coming up, you, yes, you out there, have a chance to submit questions for the candidates. How do you do that? Great question. I would love to tell you. So you go to Ohio Debate Commission dot org. It's all one word, Ohio Debate Commission. And you can submit questions in writing or if you're feeling super ambitious via recorded video. And we would love to get your questions ahead of these debates. So go ahead, send them
1: in. I think if I could ask one question, it would be to DeWine. Of course, he's not going to be there, but I would love to know his wife's eggs Benedict recipe. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I have been trying to find the French toast recipe since he did this Christmas like invite for the media pre-pandemic and she made this blueberry French toast that I swear was like very delicious. I would love that recipe. So if you guys are listening, like Mary Jane wants eggs, Benedict. I want French toast. We'll make breakfast for everyone. Yes. Hook us up. Ohio Politics Explained is brought to you by the USA Today Network Ohio Bureau. You can find us on Twitter at Ohio Explained. And if you want to learn more about any of the topics we covered today, check us out online at any of the newspapers in our network, like dispatch.com.